Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Ah. I know heartbreak, <laughs> setbacks, being tired, radio, still got to deliver because it's all in the game. It's two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Baker, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Song. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up till 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we got the uh, NCAA tournament underway. We got uh, NFL news and notes uh, and then apparently we we have, uh, I don't know if this is bad blood, uh, but it certainly appeared that way. Uh, what the hell's going on with Randy Gregory and the Cowboys? So uh, he's now a Denver Bronco after signing a contract that Dallas thought he was going to be signing with them because apparently there was some language in the deal. Uh, so now the Cowboys are pushing back against it. You got people in the media going back and forth over it. Uh, very bizarre, this whole uh, NFL contract stuff, which is why we have our guy, Salary Cap Quinn. All right, this is our guy here, Brady Quinn, who can explain this stuff better than I can or anybody else listening. So how about that? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to speak to the specifics of this deal because it hasn't necessarily been, been shown out there yet. Here, here's what basically ended up happening. Is Randy Gregory had agreed <clears throat> to a contract extension with the Dallas Cowboys, which means there was nothing done in writing yet. And because it was before the beginning of the new league year, you know, things are subject to change. You can have this sort of thing happen. And basically, Randy Gregory and his attorney, or excuse me, his, his agent, um, as they were going through the negotiation process and, and really looking at the contract and trying to put it together after they, quote unquote, agreed on terms, um, they realized the Cowboys were trying to make some changes towards the end. And so they took that deal elsewhere to other teams, in particular the Denver Broncos, who were looking for edge rushers, uh, guys who have some upside to them. And so they, they found that deal there where the Broncos have more cap space and obviously Russell Wilson helping to entice players to want to come there uh, now with the sense that they're going to have a shot at a Super Bowl. So uh, that's essentially how this whole thing went down. I, I just I personally find it really interesting and maybe even some karma involved for the Broncos only because if you'll recall – I believe it was back in 2013, Elvis Doomerville was scheduled to sign back to join forces with Von Miller. But there was a, a, a fax machine snafu yes. where they, they, did, they weren't <laughs> able to fax in the new contract in time to Denver. And so they had to release Elvis Doomerville in order to clear up some cap space. And instead of signing back, Doomerville then fired his agent and ended up signing with the Baltimore Ravens. 
And then that was where I believe you saw DeMarcus Ware join forces uh, in Denver, and he became that other edge rusher opposite of Von Miller. (laughs) But it's just kind of uh, interesting that we now see the Broncos on the other side of this one where they're the beneficiary of – I guess a, a snafu at the last minute in regards to a contract with an edge rusher. Oh, yeah. So Dallas needs to have a Randy Gregory. It's interesting because DeMarcus Ware came out, ironically or coincidentally enough, and said, why not bring Von Miller to Dallas if you're going to have that spot open and vacated uh, with with Gregory's departure? I don't know about all of the details of what what you just hit on with Q, but I'll say this: Randy Gregory. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that we've seen his best football yet. Uh, he had a tumultuous first part of his entry into the league. If people um, yeah. were paying attention to it, uh, he's he's kind of preserved a little bit, and and he has a, you know, to me. I was very high on him when he was coming out of uh, out of school, coming from Nebraska. Uh, his his ability and his his skill sets, the things he brings to the table, we started seeing glimpses of it this season um, in 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 Dallas. And and so to me, when I look at whatever it is that's going on, you can't be happy if there's some type of discrepancy. That is the reason why Dallas wasn't able to hold on to him or keep him or if that's the the debate. But if I'm Denver and he's coming in, then you got to believe that looking at what this defense has and adding an edge rusher like Randy Gregory, you're clearly seeing you're clearly seeing a mass exodus and entry into the AFC West just based upon, again, the amount of, of firepower on the offenses of those of those teams. So once again, now you're seeing an answer. You know, you you see Khalil Mack go to 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 the Chargers. Now you're seeing a Randy Gregory go to to Denver. I'm not so certain that Randy Gregory isn't in a better position in terms of what he can do impact wise than even Khalil Mack because I don't know what we're getting from Khalil Mack. So. The interesting thing is, is that they're loading up on both sides of of the ball in the AFC West, and well, they're they're creating a lot of excitement, and I, I gotta believe that there's going to be a lot of um, residual results and effects to all of this that's going on to loading up these teams in the AFC West. I'm a little confused on just the whole contract front, just from the standpoint that. Apparently, why the contract he had the clause in, as we talked about, where it can be voided if there's a suspension for a drug offense, which he's had in his career. Um, a few, or, yeah, a or, few or uh, yeah, a violation of the NFL's personal conduct policy. The Cowboys have said, and people reporting on the Cowboys' behalf have said, well, that's in every contract except for Dak Prescott's. Yeah, but it wasn't in Randy Gregory's last contract. So is that where this this problem is? Like you didn't include it in my last one, but now you want to include it? Like I kind of get why the Cowboys would have done that if he's got a history of this the Cowboys don't want to put themselves in a bad spot I, I mean how can he argue again that's that's the part that I just find a little bizarre to me and how this whole thing fell apart I, I you just, know what I find bizarre he signed a contract worth 70 million granted I think only the first two years are guaranteed so it's a two-year deal and then we'll see after that but he's only started 12 games and he's going to be 30 this year 
Well, yeah. Think about that for a second. <laughs> he's only started 12 games. Preserved. He's 20. That's one way of looking was at he it. On like, his, maybe he was on his mission. It was I, like a, well, no, no I, I, he was I, sitting at home. Oh, sorry. He, watching. He, yeah. yeah he's, he's been a, a quote-unquote pass, uh, pass rush specialist when he's playing. But he's played in 50 total games. Like, I, I, I think there's a risk to this. Like, as much as we want to look at this time of year and these signings and make a big deal about them, they usually don't work out. A year or two into these deals, these guys are restructuring or released. That's just that's usually how this works. And he's never had more than six sacks in a season. He's never played 16 games in a season. I mean, the guy came in the NFL in 2015. Then he's missed so much time between the off-the-field yeah. issues and everything else that we can look at it and say, oh, there's some upside here. But I don't know, man. There's a lot of risk, too. Not only for the issues that he's dealt with, and I know it'd be great if he, could, he can overcome that and move on in a different direction, but also it's like, well, what are you really getting? Are, are you getting a, a, a DN that you're going to be able to put in there and he's going to be able to be on the field for all three downs? No. <laughs> so are you, are, just, are, you, are you getting a guy who you feel like you're just going to plug in on pass rushing situations? I mean, there, there's a lot of questions about you know, his ability in regards to consistently show up, be out there, and play. I mean, I, I know he's good at rushing the passer. He's extremely talented in that regard. But outside of that, I mean, what are you really getting in this deal? Like that, That's where you look at the Dallas Cowboys, and they might get some flack for missing out on this signing and obviously losing or trading away Amari Cooper and – you know, you, you, you lost Cedric Wilson, and you're kind of looking at it going, all right, are, are we going to be okay? We're not making big splashes in free agency right now. They, they might be better off for some of this right now instead of agreeing to these big inflated contracts that they found themselves in trouble with. Zeke Elliott's contract, for example. There's another there are a number of players who they found themselves in, in, in an issue with how they've navigated the business of football. Dak Prescott, the way that's played out, Dak got the better of them there. I just I feel like this is an instance where they might be looking at saying maybe we lucked out, you know. Depending on how things go with Randy Gregory in Denver, maybe they ended up lucking out in this whole whole ordeal based on how it went down. Don't you think that they've also probably looked at um, you know the situation? Like I, I saw a report that uh, the San Francisco 49ers have already started to budget for Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel when they want to resign them. Do you think Dallas saw Micah Parsons after one year and was like, all right, well, we definitely don't want to lose him, so it's going to look something like this, but we got to start you know, making it make sense well before and, and early on before we commit that kind of money? Because I'll say it right now, one year in, Micah Parsons isn't going anywhere for several years based on what Dallas saw because they want to keep their own. That's that's Jerry's MO, just like Dak, just like Zeke. They want to keep their guys, and, and Micah Parsons feels like the next big one there. Well, I don't, I don't think you – base it off of that because I don't think you're supposed to look at Randy Gregory as a franchise changing player. So well, I think he's that's, being you paid gotta, $14 million a year. To, a because they, they pay pass rushers. Pass rushers get sure. paid. Like, that's just, yeah, that's but, just but a fact. What of about it. good pass okay, rushers? Okay, uh, here's, here's what I'll say to that. Pass rushers do get paid. Pass rushers who are on the field for all three downs. That has not been Randy Gregory's MO. Well, that's, that's not been what he's been asked to do. And, and I, I would say my my response to that would be if if going into the AFC West your idea of it is that you're going to have three down passing quarterbacks 
that will have three it probably will be more likely that passing will be taking place rather than running then I'm going to get pass rushers and that's that's how I would look at it as as a defensive minded person if you're asking me what do I need I need somebody who can get to the quarterback whether it's first down or third down so I don't think the whole idea of the the defensive end that can play first down I think that that's going to continue to evolve and that's going to continue to change, especially in the AFC West. Like you don't have to be able to play the run as as staunchly as what what it has historically been. So uh, again, it is a risk, and, and but I think the risk is more so from from the off field, from the character side of it. I mean, he made twelve games this year. Seemingly, maybe they're taking a chance on the fact that he looked to be a consistent contributor, positive contributor to what was taking place with with Dallas's defense. I, I would assume the focus is that knowing what you don't know, but with the little that you do know in terms of what he is capable of doing, I don't know if he can sustain it. I don't know if he can, you know, stay stay on the field with whatever regards to off-field scenarios that play out. But I do know that if he does bring to the table what he's capable of bringing to the table and has shown at times, especially yeah. this season, sure. then it's probably a, me, a valid a valid approach to, to doing it. It's take, well, you're taking a chance. What if I told you you could have a three-time Pro Bowl player, all right, one who's a year younger all right, than Randy Gregory? a guy who had nine sacks a season ago. Now, he's also had his issues with injuries, but he's also played 16 games in his career. But he has been more consistent in regards to you know, stopping the run and more consistent in regards to even having an impact as a pass rusher. What would I tell you if you could get that guy for cheaper right now? Uh, right I would now. need to know who he is. Why? I just well, gave you the rundown. I just gave yeah, you his profile. But he's younger. He's been more productive. He's been a better player over the course of his career. He has no off-the-field issues. He's almost the identical exact same size. It would seem the, the sensible response without any more information would be, yeah, you do it. But, again, I would want to know who it is. Like I Jadavion Clowney. That's who it is. Uh, I know what I'm getting with Jadavion Clowney. And, and here's what I'm saying is you might not know what you're getting in Randy Gregory. But he's a guy who's almost 30. And don't you think by now what he's done is essentially kind of what he is? I, I, just, I, I feel I like there's say, guys like, I there's guys no like Chandler that. Jones. There's guys like Von Miller who are still out there that if, if I was a team looking for a pass rusher, especially if I'm saying we're all in on this year to win a Super Bowl, I would have gone with guys that even with Chandler Jones, who's still been really productive at his age, yeah. I'd look at it and said – that feels more like a sure bet, and I'd rather invest in him for a year or two than another guy who I'm not sure what I'm going to get uh, in the next couple of years. I'm, I don't disagree with that. I, 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 listen, I'm, I'm making the statement that I think Re- Randy Gregory has more. Like I, that's, that's, If I'm looking at Randy Gregory, and I watched a lot of him this year, I think Ran, Randy Gregory has shown that he's, he's, getting, he's finding a stride and that there could be more there. If I'm betting or if I'm saying I'm gauging why they did this, maybe somebody was scouting it and saw the same thing and felt the same thing. It's a lot of this is sometimes it's just based off of a feeling. Like you take the the evidence and you take what it is that their body of work is, and a lot of times that's definitely what you base your decision off of. 
but sometimes there's that one wild card where you say, I'm not exactly sure. I know what his potential has been, and I, I see what it could possibly be. Maybe that fits their scheme a little bit better, and, and you're willing to take that chance. But they clearly made the choice to do it, so they saw something. And I, I think that it, it, there is a risk, but uh, it, I can see why, from my perspective, I can see why they would take that risk. Well, good for Randy Gregory, not from a money standpoint, but also uh, certain things are allowed in, in Denver, Denver that, uh, that aren't so maybe. Stupid. I'm just saying, like, you you know, I'm, I'm trying compliant. to look out for the guy. I'm, you know, I'm looking out for the yeah, guy. Yeah, you here, still got to right? be compliant. compliant. Trying to keep still his uh, interest in mind. <laughs> You're unbelievable. Uh, all right. It is uh, two pros Sheesh. and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a uh, short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. And speaking of Indeed, be sure to join Fox Sports Radio's Million Dollar Bracket Challenge powered by Indeed. That's right. The Million Dollar Bracket challenge if you fill out a perfect bracket at foxsportsradio.com you will win one million dollars i repeat if you fill out a perfect bracket at foxsportsradio.com you will win one million dollars and you can compete against fox sports radio hosts and fellow listeners the listener in first place even without a perfect bracket wins a 48 inch viewsonic hd tv that's right it's a 48 inch hd tv it will be your sponsored by ViewSonic. You can fill out your bracket now and until uh, up until 11 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday morning at FoxSportsRadio.com. That's FoxSportsRadio.com to fill out your bracket and to get official rules. And we can assure you, we want you to be involved. We want you to try and win that $1 million. We want you to compete against all the other listeners, and we especially want you to compete against us. Because you got no chance. There is an ass beating waiting on the other end of that bracket that you fill out, and we are going to get some things done and crack some skulls here and make an example out of you guys if you try and compete against us. It's what we do here. And if you got a problem with that, you can speak to my associate, the face of Big Noon Kickoff, Mr. Brady Quinn. He'd like to welcome you with open arms as well, too, if you want to be a part of this bracket challenge. Isn't that right, Brady? Good talk. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, we have got uh, something to look forward to on a very eventful Wednesday night for you here. We'll get to that right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's a little weird. I was expecting all the Irish music tomorrow. Just uh, eat a little odd. Womp, womp, Is this Dropkick Murphys? No? Did, did, that, one, did that one work? Did that one work? <laughs> I don't know. Did that one work? I don't know. Oh, man. All right. Coming up uh, later on in the hour, about 20 minutes from now, uh, we are going to have another edition of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. We're going to uh, hand out some midweek awards here on Fox Sports Radio, so that's always going to be a uh, a fun conversation here. Uh, do we have uh, a slew of uh, Irish tunes picked out tomorrow, uh, Roberto? We got uh, good. We got uh, we gonna anybody bringing in corned beef and cabbage? That uh, sounds some of the amazing. I might do that. I might uh, slow cook me some corned beef and I cabbage corn today. Beef, oh, man. nice. Corned beef is so that. good. I, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm in. I'm doing that. You ever had corn, I might bring some in tomorrow. You ever had corned beef sliders? 
No. It's outstanding. They are outstanding. Corned beef sliders. I've, with, had, uh, I've had corned beef. Like, I'm, I'm a Midwest guy. And like, I've had corned beef sandwiches. Oh, not, so not a good. slider. Yeah. It's corn, good. Corned beef is, like, it's underrated. It's an underrated meat. It is. Yeah. Is it only around this time of year? Or is it around all year long? Or is it just popular I mean, this time of year? It's just popular this time. Oh, okay. I just think what you said about corned beef and cabbage is like my stomach started burning. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds amazing. You gonna be okay? I'm gonna slow cook it. I'm gonna slow cook it. Yeah, you have to. Uh, well, you can't grill it. I mean, it's uh, bro. I got different. I got so many different techniques, bro. I I made cod yesterday, and and I did it in a way where I I just did a different approach. Like I I. I oiled up some garlic and 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 fried it like but it was like a slow fry and then I added some onions and I added some spices and then I added it to some water and some butter and let that thing cook up boy I added that that cod to that bad boy with with honey put a lot of honey in there and and some soy sauce let me tell you something man you put that on top of some rice my my baby girl, little little Penn, like named after Penn State, by the way. Um, Penn Penn was like, Dad, Dad, this was really good. This is this is so good, and I felt really good about yeah, it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Look at that. There see, you go. see the Ben Maller cooking show. Therapy, the baby. Ben Maller show has uh, cooking with Roberto. We don't need that. We got cooking with Lavar. Well, we're going to have a cook off. Yeah, we're going to have a cook off. Yeah, you we'll bring see. in your See, the only thing is is if he brings in his best dish, I'm not going to believe it's his dish that he cooked. I'm going to believe like he got it from his grandma or from his wife or somebody. I mean, Roberto, that, that, I mean, we know what he's saying right there, don't what we? What am I saying? Come on. Racist. Yeah, thank you very much. What's that that's, racist? That's insulting. What's that racist? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Disrespect. My, I didn't like know that. that not thinking that Roberto could cook was racist. Yeah, but, I just right. you know, got it. Oh, it must be your mom or your, just, you know, it's insulting. Oh. Uh, by the way, we are brought to you by uh, one you know, of our favorite cities. some people took that literally, uh, you know. Just please tell them you were joking. <laughs> of course, a joke. Please tell them you were joking. By the way, if you can't handle sarcasm or ball busting, this is not the show for you. We, I can assure you, this is not. Uh, Please make sure they know you were joking. <laughs> not your show, and an occasional crank joke. Uh, brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. No one does sports like Vegas, and the excitement is endless. So make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Uh, so there is uh, something to pay close attention to coming up later on tonight. We'll get to that next for you here on FSR. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, uh, this man uh, is the corn beef of Fox Sports Radio. He is Eddie Garcia. I'm going to say something very uh, shocking uh -oh. right now. Uh-oh. I've never had corned beef before. What? Oh, that's okay. Really? Is that really shocking? Is it? Isn't it? Have many people, as, as like everyone had corned beef before? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. Think I don't know. I don't know. That. I don't think it's that that popular really i yeah, i really. Nah, man that is uh they're missing out then because hmm. it's uh it's outstanding so my controversial statement is now controversial in that it maybe it's not controversial uh yeah that's uh, that, that is surprising <laughs> um i mean should we make a should put it to a poll like have you had corned beef uh yeah. I, I would assume that a majority of people have like that's surprising to me yeah but would you assume that the majority of people who would follow you on twitter Probably have a similar, you know, diet to you or a similar like background no. where they had corned beef. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. No, well, the most on... famous possibility of how you would have it would be in hash. You know, that's right. Corned beef hash. You know, yeah. now that my friend with an egg on top of it, a cracked egg. Ooh. Mm. Oh, mm. uh, by the Man. way, uh, Eddie, uh, mm. when Lavar said the word uh, cod, uh, what did you think of? 
Did you know, you, you know what I thought. Yeah, of. you think you know, of the uh, great, the Frank late great Pollock. Frank Pollock. Yeah, yeah. The, he was a fisherman, so Ben Maller called him the the big cod. Yeah, the big cod. <laughs> the big we we cod. actually talked about him in the last show because some some guy in Canada caught some ridiculous. Was it a sturgeon? Yeah, he did. It was like I a ten foot sturgeon. Oh, it, was, it was unbelievable. I said, man, Frank would really love that oh, story. Yeah, it, yeah, it looked like it looked like a prehistoric. <laughs> it did uh, dinosaur in the amazing. water. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, uh, the, uh, the Cleveland yeah, Browns wow, are hoping to land a big fish, right? <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. There it is, Eddie. Yeah, they, uh, they met with Deshaun Watson uh, to see if he might be interested in joining them. And, and interesting timing just happened to be the same day uh, current Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield posted on social media, you know, thanking the city and the fans for their support and what felt like a goodbye message uh it included in the post quote this is not a message with hidden meaning this is strictly to thank the city of cleveland for embracing my family and me end quote uh for watson by the way he's supposed to meet with falcons officials uh later today denver broncos signed defensive end randy gregory as you guys were talking about five years 70 million dollars this after he had previously agreed to stay with the cowboys on uh the same terms but uh, apparently some language in the contract he didn't care for and so he's moving off to the Mile High City. L.A. Rams offensive tackle Andrew Woodworth announcing his retirement after 16 seasons in the league. College basketball, we had the first two games of the first four in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Indiana, a winner over Wyoming, 66-58. 12 seeded Hoosiers now move on to face 5th seeded St. Mary's on Thursday. Texas Southern beat Texas A&M Corpus Christi 76-67. The uh, Tigers are seeded 16th. They'll face the number one seed out of the Midwest, Kansas. On Thursday in the NBA Sega straight night, we had a 60-point performance this time from Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets. Career high for him, franchise record as well for the Nets in a 150-108 win in Orlando over the Magic. Suns down the Pelicans, 131-115. Heat beat the Pistons, 105-98. Grizzlies over the Pacers, 135-102. And in the NHL, the Capitals get by the Islanders, 4-3 in a shootout. In that win, Washington star Alexander Ovechkin gets career goal number 767 and passes Yarmir Yager for third all-time in NHL career scoring. He's now 34 behind Gordie Howe for second place. Now back to the War Arrington, Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up uh, a little over 12 minutes from now, we've got ourselves another edition of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. We're going to hand out some uh, midweek awards here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up later on tonight, we've got a uh, it's going to be a, a fun evening. Uh, we got the play-in tournament, which continues. Uh, obviously, uh, Indiana and Texas Southern advanced last night. Uh, so here we are a day away from St. Patty day and we have got Notre Dame being featured. Notre Dame and Rutgers, the battle for the 11 seed. Notre Dame a slight favorite uh, one point favorite so we're expecting uh, it's basically a pick em in some places. Uh, we, yeah. get, we get nervous in the Quinn household. Did your daughter bet on a no, Did she pick Notre Dame or did she pick Rutgers? How we feeling? She did pick Notre Dame however when, uh, when she woke up this morning I informed her of her record last night. <laughs> And she was a little disappointed because she she had picked uh, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, who ended up uh, just really having a hard time getting the. I don't know how many block shots Texas Southern had, but my God, it was it was <laughs> tough. And then there was this droughts; so they just could not hit a shot. They could not put together any sort of offense. But anyway, um, she had Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and then Indiana. 
So she did win the Indiana bet, but um, she also picked Notre Dame, which I may have given her a nudge on that one because she did wake up this morning and say, I think it might like Rutgers. And I said, okay, um, you, you can get out of the house. You can just go ahead and leave. Wait, did she really just say leave. that? She just spoke that. She, she woke up this morning and said that. <laughs> I think, wait. Uh, y'all might be so, going home, brother. Hold on a second. How, how old is she now? She four? She's, yeah. Okay, four years old, wakes no, she, up. She, excuse me, she's five and a half. She's going to be six. Okay, five and a half years old, wakes up, and the first thing on her mind is, I think I like Rutgers. I mean, be we still my heart. He created a monster. <laughs> be still my heart. When I, when I was five and a half years old, the correction, when I was 35 and a half years old, I was just worried about wetting my bed. Uh, but uh, but she woke up, and the first thing she was thinking about is her pick for the NCAA tournament. Good for her. Yeah. Just, uh, just a, proud, an angel. Yeah, proud man. father. You should be. She's going to be in the family business soon. Uh, by the way, <laughs> what, what family and business is that? And imagine if she, she looks as good as her, uh, her parents and speaks as well as her parents. I mean, she's going to be a superstar in this, this business. I, I, you know what I think we should do now that I'm sitting here thinking about it because I just believe in these type of things? Maybe we need to do a segment where she does her picks on the show. Let's talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. Let's talk All about right. it. I'm telling yeah. you. Let's yeah, talk about I mean, it. Before uh, she goes to school. I know. mean, we're going to... Uh I mean, we have Live Bet Jesus. Don't, don't, don't be a hater. <laughs> really I can that. guarantee yeah. you she'll That's do right. better got, than Live Bet Jesus. But, but LeVar, yeah. we've got Live Bet Jesus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, Brady, yeah. I, I, I can guarantee you that. Will, covered. I, I'm, just, I'm just assuming. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus! Yeah, yeah Live Bet Jesus yeah, might lose in, in a head-to-head competition. So, so, against, so, so let me get this straight. All right. All right, Live Bet Jesus has put in years of work on this network. He has picked everything from, uh, you know, a, a – a horse race in, yeah. in Tokyo yep. to, uh, you know, uh, basketball games in Dubai yep. to uh, the NFL to college basketball, a badminton tournament in Istanbul. Like, you name it. He has gone. He has ran yeah. the globe yeah. to try and pick winners. And all of a sudden, Brady's lovely daughter wakes up and feels Rutgers on the day of a tournament game, and Live Bet Jesus gets ousted because well, of that? Live Bet Jesus hasn't dropped down any papers to you to tell you who was going to win that game. I mean, this is, uh, you guys, there's saying. no loyalty, absolutely no loyalty here for, uh, you know, one of the founding fathers Jeez. of sports betting oh, on uh, on radio. Wait, wait, wait to make it all about Live Bet Jeez, Jesus. God, Good could Google you, a could you guys? The yeah, nerve getting, of getting you. Ousted. You do know that the Jonas Knox show airs on Saturday. That, you know? <laughs> Is it really? I, I didn't know that, know that yeah, right? I, I was unaware of that. Live that, Bet Jesus could be your, your co-pilot on that show. No, you know what listen, I mean? No, I'm just sad. If you think that highly of Live Bet Jesus, you should bring him on your that, show. We, he we, should we, do the whole show with you. We're too busy doing hard-hitting topics oh, on that show. Yeah, oh, it's, it's the, uh, the prime time. Some of these nickel and dime weekday shows. Listen, By the way, for those of you interested in watching the country's leading score uh peter kiss is the guy out of uh, bryant all he does is run his mouth and lead the country in scoring and he's phenomenal is really he this year's Who? like jimmer for that yes do you remember jimmer yes. for that from byu yes Dude, he 100%. was so good and and but but the difference between him and jimmer is that this guy will tell you he's scoring on you and, and how it's going to happen and and people get pissed so if you're <laughs> if you're the tournament you probably want bryant to win this game coming up later on tonight uh they're an underdog uh, last i checked but you want peter kiss in the tournament if you could if you can get him in there because he's a lot of fun I, to watch. I feel like Jibberford had, had some swag about him too. He definitely I, I, did. I feel like he lets you he kind of lets you know too. He did. Maybe not as outspoken as Brian. By the way, you know Jimmer Fredette used to play pickup games at a prison? 
Like there, there, I swear to God, like this is, I swear to God, you can look that up. Ali, can you look that up? Ali's actually our Jimmer Fredette insider. Uh, he, I think he played pickup games at a prison to try and get some work in because he felt like it would toughen him up. Like, I remember that being like one of the old, t- look, it, it, it probably was a lie. Crank, I probably got crank lied prison. to. Yeah, crank <laughs> What did you just say? <laughs> what? I don't know. Did that come out of my mouth? I was thinking that in my head. Did that? Did I say that? I was thinking Shawshank. Uh, uh, you and <laughs> you and Crank Prison. Oh man! I uh, said but, that uh, though. That I, I thought I was thinking that. Uh, you see a red button. Uh, let's go live to our. I think I have an update on Jimmer Fredette playing against prisoners. Insider Lee Delap for the latest. Lee. Yeah, he and his brother would regularly uh, visit penitentiaries and and play the inmates. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. Good for him, man. That's pretty cool. Um, Got to get right. back. What happened? Is he still playing, Jimmy Fredette? I, I believe. Is he over in China now playing? He's probably making correct, a good amount yeah. of money. Yeah, I, th- I think he's over in China playing. Huh. Hmm. Seemed like the safest thing in the world, but uh, all right. Uh, again, he played in, uh, you know, penitentiaries, so uh, apparently, uh, you know, he's cool. Uh, all right. And I two mean, pros he and certainly a cup doesn't <laughs> harbor any fear. That's that's for certain. <laughs> playing for the Shanghai Sharks. Okay. The Shanghai. Hey, the Shanghai. Jonas, you've bet on them before. Yeah, haven't you? live bet Jesus bet on the Shanghai Sharks. All right. Yeah. The Shanghai yeah. Sharks. That's what I'm talking about here. Shanghai? I'll tell you what. As soon as uh, as soon as uh, Brady's daughter bets on the Shanghai Sharks, she can take over the mantle from live bet jesus she All did right. take right state by the way she did not take brian so <laughs> right. just, you know. just because of that i'm taking uh, brian you got a whole lot of hate in your heart for a five-year-old man i tell and you what we are trying to they steal my job we're gonna, have, live to, bet jesus we're gonna have to watch you brother uh all right. you got real territorial all of a sudden it is uh two pros and a cup of joe here fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox coming up next we've got some midweek awards the good the bad and the ugly right here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, about 15 minutes from now, we are going to get into a very awkward situation all of a sudden in the NFL. Uh, Also, uh, just giving you the early warning, you know, because it's like... uh, it's like a tornado. There's a siren that goes off, so you got to let people know a little bit ahead of time so they can, you know, duck for cover. Um, Petros Papadakis uh, is coming up next hour as well, too. So that's always a, a fun conversation with the old P, uh, and I'm sure he will be going off the rails, um, you know. so uh, Going off the rails? Off the rails, completely. Well, I mean, Andrew Whitworth you mean, retired. You mean he's going to be off the rails? Yeah. Not going off. 
That you would have to assume that he was already on the rails well, to get off of them. Uh, it's uh, who knows uh, with with the old P. Old but, P uh, lives uh, off the rails Andrew to begin with. Whitworth retired, and uh, you know Petrus had a little bit of an issue with uh, his wife. Uh, Andrew so that means Whitworth's that that's wife. getting retired too. Then yeah, right? so uh, maybe maybe uh, not. Maybe we'll finally be able to vent on that whole situation. Well, maybe not. So uh, by the way, download the DraftKings app and use code Two Pros. That's the number Two Pros to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit minimum five dollar deposit required eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details there are some good things that happen and there's some bad and then there's some downright ugly things it's time for good bad and ugly and there's one man who handed out these responsibilities every single week. That man is Lee DeLapp. Uh, some people even pronounce his last name. DeLapp. Lee, who do we got? Well, as we do every single Wednesday, we start with the good. And that w- Jonas, you got the good. Uh, I'm going to say the good. It's tournament time. It's NCAA yeah. tournament time. Uh, it, it, this is one of the Woo. great events in all of sports. Maybe one of the best. Uh, yeah. Maybe the best. best. And uh, we didn't have it a couple of years ago, which was a bummer. And uh, I know that was one of the uh, sporting events that a lot of people really missed out on. But growing up, uh, my dad and I always filled out a bracket that was just like a tradition. Loved college basketball. The Thursday, the Friday with the games, wall-to-wall going all day long and into the night. It's just an awesome time of year. Uh, it's great to have it again this year after we missed it for uh, a year a couple years ago and uh, just to have the NCAA tournament back. It's here. we got some playing games tonight. Uh, we've got uh, Brady Quinn's daughter is picking winners uh, at, at five such going hater. on six years He's old. He's eating up so much airtime. I'm just this. saying. My I'm God, just, man. I'm just you sa- are we got the, we got the bad ugly still. Alright, mm. I apologize. Uh, Lee, so my good would be the NCAA tournament. And you know, thanks for asking, Lee, because uh, the thing about the NCAA tournament is I just love the way we fill out brackets it, it rallies the country here uh we're all sports fans but it's like we can all have fun and you can lose to somebody who maybe doesn't know as much as you about sports but because they uh, pick somebody based on a mask down. Now, i'm just saying like it's a great time of year the ncaa tournament so that's gonna be my good lee wow all right for the bad other than me tripping over myself brady what is bad this week probably that that take right yeah. there no, no. In all seriousness, I, I think after watching Kyrie Irving last night drop sixty in the game, I just go back to the Brooklyn Nets being fined fifty thousand dollars because Kyrie Irving, who can go to the Barclays Center as a fan and sit courtside, all right, because he's unvaccinated, yet because he walked into a locker room to congrat, you know, talk to his teammates or whatever. They get fined fifty thousand dollars for it because of the private sector law that's currently in place. And yet, literally, the last what two weeks they've been on, or two games days they've been on the road together, and he's out there playing with them. It's the stupidest rule. It's outright bad, and unfortunately, it's probably not going to change because the mayor there, I believe, he fired what a thousand you know employees back in uh, February. <laughs> And so, you know, due to I'm being unvaccinated and refusing to get the uh, the vaccination. So it's not going to change. And it may very well hurt the Brooklyn Nets playoff chances if they can't have one of their best players next to Durant as a part of the postseason. It's just it's bad. It's stupid. I, I'm, I'm still shocked that no one is saying, 
maybe this doesn't really make much sense how we're implementing this right now. God, could you hurry up? Jesus. Oh my God. Lastly, you guys, the ugly for the week, LeVar, let us know. Well, it's got to be Baker Mayfield with his apparent goodbye tweet. It's, it's, <laughs> his tweet is much different than, than Aaron Rodgers. While we felt as though Aaron Rodgers may have been given gratitude based upon leaving Green Bay, based upon maybe retiring, we didn't know if it was for him to return, but... Baker Mayfield feels a little different here. It, it, it's a it's a gratitude tweet of, I don't know what the hell happens next. But what I do know is it makes things very, very ugly between Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. And, well, as we move forward and see what takes place where Deshaun Watson ends up, I think it gets way messier if the Browns don't take Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> it may get way uglier if Deshaun Watson doesn't go to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah, and uh, and so when, when do we expect that Deshaun Watson's going to make his decision? When is it? Because all the uh, trade details have been worked out. When do you guys think this is going to happen? End of the week? Next couple of days? I mean, <sighs> I would assume it's going to happen pretty quick, right? That would be my my assumption that uh, that he would get a deal done here. Uh, I'll leave that quick. to Bray. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I would think that you'd want to get a settlement done before you make the trade happen. Otherwise, there's going to have to be language within that trade proposal where some of those picks might be coming right back to the team that trades for him. If something happens where he can't play, I mean, it's probably based around that. Mm. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Hour three of the program is next. Uh, and also the appearance by Petros Papadakis. Always fun. Good luck, Baker. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 